Hallelujah. Father, we want to thank you once again. It's a great honor and a great privilege once again to be alive this day. We have brought ourselves and we have gathered before your throne this morning. Your spirit has begun to steer our heart to the place that you have ordained and desire. Even as you begin to point us to the, the new realities of your intention for this day. Lord, as we once again tune into the channels of your spirit. As we open our minds and our hearts and our faculty. To the treasure house of your spirit. We pray that once again you will help us. Not to be distracted even in your presence. But to hear that which your spirit is saying for this brand new day. Spirit of the living God. We ask that you will bring us. Into this moment that you have called for. That our heart oh God we yearn and long for. That which your spirit defines as the keys of the kingdom. Lord, there's no way we can talk about, there's no way we can understand, there's no way we can apprehend and comprehend the principles that define the economy of your kingdom. If our hearts and our minds have not been brought to quietness, so we pray, oh God, that this afternoon as your spirit once again steer us, bring us to the now moment of your speaking. We ask, oh God, that you will grant us entrance into your word. We ask that you will grant us clarity and visibility into the present speakings, the declarations, the proclamations. The pointing to of this day. Father we ask that your spirit will allow us. Enable us to come to your table. And eat and partake of the meal that you have prepared for us. I pray oh God for myself as I pray for everyone that will be connecting. That will be joining us. That will be listening through this airwave. Through this broadcast that Holy Spirit. You will bring every one of us to the place where your spirit, oh God, will help us to better understand. That we will receive. That these revelations that we will receive, oh God, will be turned to tools and implements for that which your spirit, oh God, is calling for in this brand new day. Lord, we have not been through this part before. But we track the path of them who have journeyed ahead of us. We track, we are locating the path that Enoch, Enos, Noah, Joseph, David, Daniel, Esther, 
Ruth, Sarah, and all of these powerful people that have gone ahead of, the, of us, we are tracking them. We are relocating the revelation of Christ scattered across, oh God, your word that we may find, oh God, yes, your voice for this brand new day. So we thank you. Lord, grant me once again the grace to speak your word, to bring forth your counsel, the, 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 the reality of that which your spirit is, is breathing out in this last day, in this season in time. Help me, Lord, to convey it in such a way that will bring understanding and clarity to your people. May this word not be sealed. May this word, O oh God, be revealed in such a way that will bring understanding, that will bring, O oh God, illumination, that will bring your people to the place of newness, of divine empowerment. The Lord will be able to run and not grow weary. In days like this when men are beginning to show signs of weariness, that we will not be weary. That in times like this where people are feeling confused, tired, and uncertain, help us to have understanding and, and revelation of that which is demanded in this new day. Lord, we receive, oh God, this morning the ability to be, to be changed again. We receive the new garment that will allow us to have a standing in times like this where men are falling. We receive, oh God, yes, the impartation of your spirit that will allow us to show forth in days where men are required to show forth. That we will not go into hiding. That we will not seek, oh God, some cleft of the rock to hide. That we will not be found in caves, oh God. No. That we will rise up, oh God, like David. That we will engage, oh God, the systems of our day. We thank you that you have, oh God, your own philosophy. You have your own ideology that must rule and govern our life. We embrace them, oh God, this, this day. And we say in the name of Jesus, as we get ourselves unclothed from yesterday's wear, we, we wear, almighty God, we embrace, oh God, the new color, the new expression, the new reality of this brand new day that we may stand, oh God. Yes. So we thank you that your spirit once again is enabling us. You are our enabler. We receive divine enablement. We receive divine capacity. We receive, oh God, yes, divine authority to stand and to proclaim once again the speakings of your mind. We bless your holy name. We give you glory, Father. May your name be exalted. May your name be magnified. May you be glorified. May you be exalted. May you be extolled above all. We thank you. Thank you once again this afternoon. That there will be, oh God, a flow of the rivers of your spirit. Yes, the foreheads of river once again will flow. And we, from this river, Father, we will be sustained. Yes, we will be sustained. We will be, we will be sustained. We will be nourished. We will be empowered. We will be built up, oh God. We will be edified. You will be glorified. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be your name. We appreciate you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for the comings of your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for the impartations of your spirit. We bless you, O God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen and amen. Praise God. Well, 
Once again, good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Brother Derek. Nice to have you connect with us this afternoon. It's been a busy day for me since morning. I'm just trying to, you know, see how I can change, you know, the directions of, of my office again and, you know, just trying to get a better view and better, you know, our, our connectivity and um, also just to have a change, you know. Sometimes you just need to have a change. Uh, thank God I'm still working on it. I'm not done yet. But we give praise to God. We thank God for a time and a day like this, a day where the Spirit of God once again has invited us to come before him and partake of this meal that we are being served. And uh, to the degree we, we, we love the meal and, and eat of, of, of what has been served, I believe it's to the degree we'll be able to run the race that is set before us. Jesus said there is a meat that I must eat that allow me to do the will of the father and so we want to thank god that he's given us this meal and we are we are eating we want to eat as much as we can because indeed the the, the race before us the journey before us is far but we are not afraid and we are not dismayed because he himself amen has gone ahead of us and he is the one that we are going to meet in the future so as we continue to look into the principles of kingdom economy and understand you know some of the principles amen that the spirit of god is requiring and demanding of us as garments as processes of you know a, a change that must occur and take place in our life we want to believe the lord amen thank you Derek. all right we want to believe god that he will grant us amen the ability to push and to move further into the place of divine confluence. So we will continue once again this, this afternoon looking at some very important principles that is highly relevant for the, the, the days that we have been brought into. Now we are engaging what is called I mean, post-reset. We are in a day, we are in a time where we are going beyond just all right, the concept of the reset. Yes, we have embraced the reset. We have seen so many changes amen take place within our community city nation all right we 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 are continuing to see we continue to see the impact of what god amen is doing in our day across the earth across the globe all right we've seen the negative side all right of course we also seen you know the positive side but it is important that we that we keep our heart abreast amen with the instructions of the spirit there are things the Spirit of God, amen, is instructing, is giving to us in this brand new day that we need, amen, to, to adhere to. We need to give ourselves, amen, to so that we don't, amen, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't run ahead of God and we don't find ourselves in a situation where, you know, we, we, we run to certain level and we cannot journey further, all right? You know, while I was praying this morning, it's amazing how God, you know, speaks to, you know, speaks to us. And the Lord began to speak to me about, you know, Noah again. Of course, Noah is a powerful principle that we are tracking in this, in this season. Because Noah showed us, amen, how to move from that which has been judged, from that which has been rejected, from that which, amen, its economic system has been brought to judgment and how to step into a new day. And, and, you know, as I was praying and I began to, you know, pray with the concept of Noah and I, you know, just speak this word in my spirit. Did you notice that Noah was the first of his type to engage, all right, the, 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 the new day? 
All right, Noah was the first of his type to come into the newness of what God, amen, uh, you know, what God has begun or what God had called for in the earth. In other words, Noah became the portal of a new of a new generation, if you will, of a new technological era, of a new, amen, you know, uh, uh, development of of a new revolution, evolution in the earth. Noah became, amen, a pioneer of that which, amen, God began to do afresh. And we like it or not, all right, God says he's doing a new thing in our day, all right? And there has to be a people that must become pioneers. If you, if you, if you, if you, if you look at the trend of what is going on right now, you know, across the globe, particularly among those of them who actually believe that they are the ones setting the pace and the standard, of all right this new new if you if you will a new world order they call it all right now that they believe that okay all of the things that have happened either they planned it or god planned it that they actually have an edge that they have amen, an advantage all right because of the technological you know uh, you know uh, 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 if you will capacity that they have all of the igs they are excuse me excuse me i say ig all of the ais of this world they, they are talking about that they are pushing into the system all right and the 5g's you know and uh, you know uh, this 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 cables that they are laying okay that will redefine how we live life how we interact how we engage in our work in our business in our you know social life in our you know work life the 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 the, the system that is being laid down right now okay to define how humans are going to interact amen in days to come all right they actually believe that you know they are the one okay that that is orchestrating this thing in other words they believe that it is their wisdom Okay, like I've said some time ago, I believe that certain people or I sat down and, and made a plan. Okay, and say, look, we, we need to we need to we need to usher in this new world order. All right, whatever that means, I don't want to limit it to just you know uh, uh, the idea that we have out there that is being peddled out there. But we all we all understand that there is there is a new world. Okay, that you know the the, the humanistic you know uh, uh, unregenerated you know antichrist system is is promulgating is propagating they are pushing there's a new world order system that they are pushing out there and that's 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 real when when you look at the trend of what is going on either in the field amen, of social media in the field of you know uh, 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 communication in the field of uh, uh, banking you know everything is being synchronized to a, a, a point where you know a few people you know few systems somewhere will be able to control and 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 rule you know the entire world by the fact that they have you know influence and advantage of you know of of you know commerce and 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 economy and govern governance and all of that but we understand that whenever you know we see man begin to express you know this sense of uh, 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 advantage you know knowing better than god all right being in charge we understand that god always come down <laughs> God always come down to judge them. Remember the Tower of Babel? Yes, yes. They said they said we we're going to build for ourselves. It, the Tower of Babel was a, was a reflection of a new world order in that time. All right, that was something that has never been done before. Whenever people decide to come together and do something, all right, that has never been done before, but negates the values and the standards of God, God always come down to judge that thing. You see, man, a man has always desired to build something high. All right, in in the in the in the concept of you know the, the, you know the the Tower Babel, men were building all right a structure towards heaven. You see, because they believe that they've conquered the earth. 
Now they want to conquer the heavens. Alright, so they are building a tower to us heaven. To us heaven. Now the scripture in Isaiah speaks about, you know, you know in, in the last day, the mountains of God shall be established, you know, above every other mountains. There are mountains too that are exalting themselves, that wants to get to that position. They want to come to the place, all right, of, of loftiness, of, of, of power, of, you know, of economic advantage, of political advantage, all right. The next thing they want to conquer is space. As they're conquering the earth, they, they believe that they've conquered the earth. All right, so they are pressing on, they're pushing on. They, 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 they are, some, some of them are already talking about going into mass. They want to find life, you know, they want to, you know, build some civilization. God knows where, you know, knows what somewhere, you know, in, in, the, in the heavens. All right, but whenever man begin to talk about, you know, this ideology of, you know, being lofty, being high, all right, God always come down to do what? To judge a man. And we've seen that. Alright, so we, we, we also saw that in the book of Daniel, alright, where, where Nebuchadnezzar, where they built, you know, the, Nebuchadnezzar, excuse me, Nebuchadnezzar had the image, alright, the image of, you know, that, you know, uh, you know, idol that, that, you know, that was tall, high, you understand, and the Bible talk about the head of gold, alright, the body, you know, the body of silver, and we begin to see that thing diminish in quality and in value, alright, until we get to the, you know, to, to the toe of that, of that image that is iron and clay, alright, and we also saw how God, alright, judged that, all of that, amen, a clear picture to tell us, to reveal to us, alright, that whenever man decide, okay, to go beyond, alright, where they are, Whenever man this listen, let's let's let let's, let 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 me let me clarify what I'm trying to say. God 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 wants us to advance. All right. In fact, man was designed to advance because God is a God of advancement. He created us to grow to advance, but not outside His values, not outside Amen. His 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 principle, His His standard, not outside Amen. His 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 His, his ways. All right. There are, there are realms that we have not discovered in the things of God. There are, there are things that God wants us to do. There are dimensions, realms and realities that God wants us amen, to, you know, to, to, to delve into. All right? And God, God wants us to do that. In fact, he's given us the resource, the wisdom, the knowledge to do all of that. But when we begin to depend amen, on the other dimension, on the, on the concept of the knowledge of good and evil, when we begin to define and, 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 and hold onto amen, the principles of the soul rather than the, 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 the principles and the, and the concept of, of the spirit, all right? which is the realm that God dwells. Okay? God is a spirit. He dwells in the spirit. Alright, man, 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 man is also a spirit, but most time, of course, through the fall, man operates via, you know, his soul. So the soul has become the driver. The soul has become the one pushing and motivating all of the things that we've seen in the earth today. Alright, so all of these things that men are doing, of course, they're not giving the glory to God. They're not giving the glory to God. They're giving the glory to themselves. All right? And, 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 and the more they do that, the more God comes down, the more God judges them. So to me, that, that speaks into, you know, the, the nature of the days that we live in. All right? That even as the kings of the earth come together and set themselves in council against the Lord and against his anointed, what are we going to see? We're also going to see God come down and he's going to judge them. That we can, we, can, we can take and just go rest, knowing that no matter what they try to do, outside the values of God, outside the standard of God, outside the parameters and the principles that heaven has set in place, okay, that they will be judged. 
So that is something that I feel that we need to really have amen, as, as a sense of rest, as a sense of you know, a, a hope all right, that at the end of the day, it is not them that defines amen, the beginning of a new day. It is us because I found myself praying all right, you know, that this morning, the Lord, we are the one that defines the new day. We are the one that you have sent ahead. God always sent his own ahead. Like I said, Noah amen, was the portal of, of, of a new day. All right? There was nothing. Everything was judged. All right? By the time they came out of, you know, out of, out of, out of the ark. All right? Noah was the first to pioneer. Amen. A new, a new, a new, a new sense of race. A new order of men on earth. The earth began again in the day of Noah. So you talk about the economic system, you talk about the political system, you talk about the social you know, system, you talk about whatever it is that or a man is proclaiming and they want to they want to hash in this in this so-called new world order, in this so-called new day. We have to understand that the church is ahead of them. The church is ahead of them. Like I said some time ago, all right. I mean, look at what God did when God gave Noah the technology to build to build to build an ark i said god did not god did not at least there was nothing that suggested that god told noah all right what that ark was for all that Noah knew was the ark was going to save and protect his family but guess what guess what god knew <clears throat> that the ark has the ability that the ark has the capacity all right to take noah from where he was to the next place that god has ordained amen for him and his family I see that very, very interesting. That God knew that the ark, amen. I mean, who was dry, who was who was who, who who was sailing that boat? Who was sailing that ship? Of course, it was the spirit of God. All, all Noah knew was to for him to build an ark to protect, to save his family. But guess, guess what? Even in that sense of salvation and redemption, there was mobility. That's something I want to I, I want us to look into. There was mobility, there was movement. That God doesn't just save us and leave us where we are. He save us, amen, and take us to the next place, to the next point, amen. We are ordained to be in him. God is a God of movements. God is a God of mobility, all right? God will not bring you, amen, to this situation and bring you out of it and not take you to the next reality of his intention for your life. That is something that I want, amen, to sink deep into our heart because a lot of people right now are in a state of confusion. They're in a state of doubt. They're in a state of, you know, disparity. They don't know what's going to happen next to them. They don't know if their boss is going to fire them, all right? We're already having, you know, hearing bosses getting, you know, agitated, angry, okay? Because the government is saying you have to go back to work. But have we studied the cost of going back to work? One, in terms of, you know, human psychology. Have we studied, amen, the idea of the concept of going back to work in terms of, you know, you know social, the social impact, the social economic impact? Alright, because now people are living in a state of uncertainty, insecurity. Alright, people are going back to work, but they don't know what's going to happen. I mean, nobody has faced this kind of a thing before. All right. Nobody, nobody has faced an impact of a, you know, of of, of Corona that that so devastated the economy that the entire amen, global economic system was basically shut down. So it's a it's a new is a new territory, is a new is a new path. So you you can you can you can be you can be you can be rest assured that there will be there will be reactions. All right, there will be reactions because I mean, people are people are just human, fallen humans who behave like fallen humans. <laughs> you understand? 
All right? The person that you used to know that used to be very friendly and kind, suddenly that person begins to behave very strange. Why? Because the person too, he's not sure, she's not sure if tomorrow he or she is going to sustain or you know, maintain his job. All right? So everybody's on the edge. They're on the edge. No, we don't have to be on the edge, but we can live on the edge. We don't have to be on the edge, but we can live on the edge. God told me, God dropped that word in my spirit yesterday. We must live, amen, within the borderline. The Bible says, for we have not a continuous city. We, we, as we advance in the things of God, we must never get to a point because we suddenly we came into, you know, newness and we came into some abundance and we suddenly begin to relax as if, well, we have come to rest. We have come to, you know, the finality of our, of, of, you know, of our journey. No, no, no. We must always have that, you know, that understanding and that principle that we are seeking for. Now, listen to this. We're talking about, we're talking about the principle of kingdom economy that we're seeking for a city whose builder and maker is God. A city that has 12 foundations that cannot be moved. Stability can only be found in our state in God. Stability can only be found, amen, when we locate, hallelujah, the speakings of God, when we understand the demand of God, when we live our life on the edge, hallelujah, in the borderline of the things of God, until we see him, we have no rest. Our rest is until we see him. What am I saying? That we've, we've got to develop amen, a, a sense of journey, a sense of movement, a sense of understanding, hallelujah, that the Lord, amen, has brought us out and true faith is taking us to a place, hallelujah, that we can only see and, and, and claim via the spirit, hallelujah. The Bible says, now faith is the substance of the things we hope for. The substance of the things we hope for. The evidence of the things we do not see. Faith is futuristic, amen, in his nature, in his character, even though, amen, it's, it's triggered in obedience, hallelujah, to what the Spirit of God is saying right now. So when you listen to what God is saying, amen, to his church, when you listen to the prophetic declaration, and when you listen, when you align, amen, to what God is proclaiming and declaring right now, you can be rest assured that that prophetic word has a mobility capacity to take you, amen, to the next reality of God's intention for your life, but not just for your life but for your family. Have you noticed that God doesn't just want to save us. He wants to save our entire household. Amen. The, 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 the ark saved the entire household. Amen. Of Noah. And that includes your business, your career. Amen. And every other person that, you know, belong to, you know, your, 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 your life and your space. We've got to believe God. Amen. To lead us, to bring us to, hallelujah, to allow us to enter into that next reality of his divine intention. I just felt I needed to, you know, bring that out as the Lord, you know, I dropped that in my spirit. This morning while I was praying. So we, we, we need to have this assurance, all right, that while we're going into you know, uh, 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 the, the workplace and we're going back into our various, you know, uh, our place of, you know, business, whatever it is. You have to have an assurance in your heart. You must know, amen, that it, it's, 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 it's not the world system, all right, that would define your joy, that would define, in, in fact, your prosperity, that would define your next pay, all right? If, 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 if God is using your boss and, and your workplace to supply your need, please understand that it is God, it's not them. So don't live your... 
don't live your life in a state where you begin to drop the standard or you, you begin to get yourself amen, agitated, fearful, and doubt because everybody around are getting agitated. They're afraid. They don't, they, they don't know amen, what's going to happen. No, no. You know what's going to happen because it's the Lord that is leading you. We've got to have this concept of understanding. This sense of faith must drive amen, our, our, our belief system, our attitude. Amen. The, the concept of, of, of kingdom of kingdom lifestyle amen must begin to play out in that which amen we are engaging as we begin to amen go back amen to our, our various workplace i needed to say that because i understand all right because when when the rubber meets the road the road i tell you it's gonna be challenging for a lot of people but we need to understand we need to have this assurance in our heart hallelujah that the lord has gone ahead of us that is the one leading us that is the one bringing us amen to the place that he has ordained for us all of these are all part of amen the, the philosophy the ideology amen of that which is called the economy remember the economy of god is not built not noisy built on monetary terms the economy of god amen is not built on monetary terms the economy of god is based amen on the spirit of christ the spirit of Christ is what we are dispensing. The spirit of Christ, amen, is our legal tender. The spirit of Christ, amen, is what we spend. The spirit of Christ, hallelujah, is what we use. Is is that which, amen, we 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 trust and we obey. Remember that when 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 Peter obeyed God, hallelujah, he caught a fish that he was not ready for. There's something that, amen, gets to be triggered when we, when we follow, hallelujah, the systems, amen, of kingdom economy. And, and I want us to really, you know, put our heart on that, that there is an economic system within, hallelujah, the, the concept of the faith that reaches towards God. They that must come to God must believe that he is and a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. All right? Yesterday, day before yesterday, we saw that principle. Hallelujah. Regarding, you know, Joseph in the house of Potiphar. Hopefully, if I have the time, we may look at it again today. But there are powerful spiritual principles that we can learn. Remember that, 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 that Joseph, amen, is, is a technology. Amen. Joseph is an economic technology in the scripture. Joseph is an apostolic, amen, technology when it he, when he comes to driving kingdom economy. Just like Daniel, hallelujah, is a technology when it comes to driving kingdom economy. Ruth is a technology. And by the grace of God, if the Lord gives us the time, we will look at all of this character and find some nuggets and find principles that will allow us, amen, to align ourselves, amen, and position ourselves, hallelujah, so that we can begin to reap, even in the midst of Babylon. Joseph was in the midst of Babylon. Excuse me, in the midst of Egypt. Daniel was in Babylon. He said, there's a man in your kingdom. Oh, king. We have to be that expression of the man in the kingdom, in the midst of Babylon. Alright? That we may have been forgotten. Somebody may not recognize your skill and your ability and your capacity and your, you know, your, 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 your resource. But a day is going to come where God begins to bombard, hallelujah, the kings of the earth with dreams. Then they will remember. But wait a minute, there's a man. There's a man. There's a man. There's a man who, who interpreted the dream. The, the king said, go fetch him. Are you getting the point? We must have a clear insight we must have a well-established amen understanding of the revelation of the days that we live in so that we don't find ourselves amen begin to fear the fear their fear 
I, I just feel I needed to, to, you know, to, 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 you know, to say that again. All right, let me let me read something, then I'll go into, if you will, uh, some points that I want to highlight today. All right, all I've, all all that I've just said basically are, you know, a, a reminder of some of the things that we have said before, just to remind us, okay. Now it is time we, ha we have to pray. We have to pray the things that we have been learning. We have to begin to pray them into our life. I found myself this morning, stop praying those things, amen, into my spirit, amen. In fact, that's the reason why I said, okay, this morning is, is about me. It's not about every. It's not just coming to, you know, have a broadcast. I need to take time to pray and begin to cement this principle into my own spirit, Alright, because listen, you can you can you can you can be the driver. You can take the people of God, Amen, to certain places, and you yourself may be suffering. <laughs> you understand? So you have to align yourself to the very principles that you're sharing, and that we can only do when we begin to align ourselves in prayer, Amen, to the revelation, to the speakings, to the declaration. That is how I pray. Alright, when God speaks, I use what God said, Amen, as a prayer point. Lord, you said I'm a Joseph, Amen, in 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 in, in Egypt. Lord, I position my this morning i connect amen to the spirit of joseph i connect to your favor i connect to the spirit of wisdom knowledge and understanding i receive of the dimension of the grace of god in my life i receive the dimension of the reality of god's counsel and purpose i align myself to truth you know when you do that when you do that, amen, when you begin to pray from that dimension, what begins to happen is your life, amen, starts to drop from the nutrient, from the revelation, amen, of that which has been, has been released in that word. You see, the word of God is, code, is coded. Alright, you can you can you can be reading the letter. You, we can be preaching the letter, but if you are not connecting to the life, Amen. If you are not connecting to the spirit of the word, then the scripture says the letter kills. You don't want the letter to kill you. You want to get yourself, Amen, aligned to that which the spirit of God, Amen, has said. You've got to you've got to labor. You know, you've got to exercise yourself, Amen, to the principle of Joseph. You know, just like you go into your normal physical gym, Amen, and and you you take some weight, Hallelujah. You do some push up. Amen. The same thing happens, amen, when it comes to the things of the spirit. You've got to take, amen, the, the weight of the word of God and begin to exercise your faith and begin to exercise, amen, your belief. You begin to exercise, amen, your, 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 your understanding. You begin to exercise, amen, your sense of wisdom until that which, amen, is written in the word of God becomes part and parcel of your life. Lest you're quoting the word of God, but the word of God is not working for you. You know, and people get frustrated and say, but this thing is not working. No, you didn't exercise yourself to what God said. All right? For you to, for you to have the word of God is one thing. All right? For you to preach it is another thing. For you to apply them to your life, amen, is another thing. And then begin to watch God, amen, begin to reward your obedience. Hallelujah. God begins to reward your obedience. God begins to reward your obedience, amen. You have to exercise, amen, yourself in the place of faith. You've got to exercise yourself in the place of, you know, obedience, in the place of patience, in the place, amen, of love. If, if, if you want, amen, to walk in the, in the spirit of love, you have to, amen, deliberately daily practice amen the concept of love amen and that is not some emotional expression no you have to be like christ amen you, you have to be able to see people and express amen the, 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 the righteousness of god to them just like christ will look at people and and express himself you have to do that amen you, it's a deliberate thing amen that's why it take it sometimes it takes a while for us to grow in one area of our spiritual journey all right we can have all the knowledge about what life is you know how we how we ought to live life but if we don't exercise ourselves amen towards that thing 
If you don't begin to exercise yourself, amen, to love even the loveless and begin to show yourself, amen, as wise among those who, who claim to be wiser than you. If you don't begin to show wisdom and maturity, amen, that sometimes you want to say certain things, but you exercise yourself, you restrain yourself, you restrain yourself. You constrain yourself, hallelujah. What are you doing? You are, you are embellishing the, pr the principle of God's word, amen, into your life. You are opening your spirit, amen, for the word of God to become, hallelujah, to, to become a reality, amen. The word must become flesh and the word must dwell among men. So what are you doing? You're creating a place, a room, hallelujah, for God's word, for God's values, for God's principle to become part of your life. So when you begin to pray, hallelujah, the word of God begins to come alive in your spirit so that when you go out there amen you just you just find yourself amen living and applying the things amen that you have received in the place of prayer you just find yourself amen giving to people you just find yourself responding in love in kind to people you just find i mean in places where people expect you to to just blow up you just like it's fine and they can't understand they can't understand why. Because the spirit of Christ, the spirit of Christ, amen, is taking his place. The spirit of Christ is taking his residence. It's wanting to claim that Jesus is Lord. It's another thing for Jesus to be the Lord of your life. Hallelujah. He's wanting to proclaim that, hallelujah, I am blessed. It's another thing to begin to, you know, release the blessing. Because you see, to be blessed means that, amen, you release the blessings of God. You release the blessings of God in words, hallelujah, and in deeds, amen. Everyone will speak to you. God bless that person. Go do that thing. Go do that thing. The more you do it, the more, hallelujah, you incur the blessings of God into your life. Amen. It's not just, it's not going to just be by, you know, confession. Confession is good, but you've got to go beyond confession, amen, to practice. And it is the practicing that makes us to begin to possess. We're talking about possessing the land. Because the economies of God is taking us out of where we are to the place that God wants us to possess. But you cannot possess these things, amen, if all, you, all you're doing is just wishing and uh, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, praise God. It's not going to work. You've got to exercise yourself, amen, to godliness. You've got to exercise yourself to the values, to the principle. You've got to exercise yourself, amen, to that which the Spirit of God demands of you. Have you noticed that when they gave Noah a principle and a concept, he went to build it? You've got to build a thing. You've got to build a thing in your spirit. Those who are going to possess Babylon would have built, amen, the principle of the kingdom of God in them. Or else Babylon will floor you. Are you getting this, friends? So when I wake up, I make a declaration to myself. I make a proclamation upon my household, upon my children, upon my wife. I take my rightful place. And I begin to declare. I begin to proclaim. Well, because I want to see something. I want to see something happen. But if you're just wishing and you're just, you know, uh, yes, it's, you know, it's not going to come to pass. <laughs> it's not going to come to pass. God honors those who honor him. To honor him, amen, is to daily watch at his, at his gate. Is to daily watch his word. Is to daily take his word and apply them as a medicine. Alright. David says your word is like a medicine to me. You've got to apply the word. You've got to apply. You've got to apply. You've got to exercise your faith. You've got to exercise your belief. You've got to exercise, amen, your, your, your hope and your trust in God. When you do that, you begin to see change. You begin to see results. So this is good, but this is the final aspect, if you will, of, you know, getting to learn. So what we're, what we're teaching, amen, is to learn, is to learn the, the values, okay? 
Remember, the things of God are, are sequential. All right? That is what you call the spirit of, of wisdom. And there's a spirit of understanding. There's a spirit of counsel. There's a spirit of counsel and power. Then there's a spirit of, of, of revelation. And then the fear of God. You take all of this six structure, which of course is captured by the spirit of the Lord. The Lord means that he, he, you, have brought, you have brought yourself under the rulership, under the government of God. That's what it means for Jesus to be the Lord of your life. You are, you are under the banner. You are under his control. All right. When, when they say Jesus is the head of the church, all right, it means Jesus is the Lord. A Lord is an owner. He owns you. All right. It's not pali pali. It's not high, high, high five, Jesus. You know, you know those church, they say, give Jesus high five. No, 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 sorry. We've gone beyond that. You've come under his rulership. You come under his governance. You become his born slave. You become his born servant. Yes. Whatever he asks you to do is what you want to do. The place he asks you to go is where you want to go. If he says sit, you sit. If he says stand, you stand. If he says jump, you jump. If he says scream, you scream. If he says laugh, you laugh. If he says cry, you cry. If he says go, you go. If he says come, you come. Everything that he says, yes, sir, you obey. You don't question him. But for you to do that, your spirit must expand. Your spirit must grow. Your spirit must, must learn to hear. Not like when God speaks, amen, you run somewhere else. <laughs> they say, once the Lord has spoken, twice have I heard. So you are exercising your spirit, amen, to hear God, amen, and to respond. So that when God speaks, you're not looking for some Eli. You're going to him. You say, God, speak. I'm hearing. Speak to me, Lord. And he gives you instruction. He gives you direction. And as you obey the instructions and the direction, your spirit grows the more. The more you obey God, the more, hallelujah, you mature. You see that scripture in Ephesians 4? You see, until we come to the fullness, to the full maturity, all right? We can't come to the full maturity of Christ, amen, by just proclaiming apostolic message. No, we have to grow in the message. We have to develop in the message. We have to yield ourselves, amen, to become instruments, amen. We have to become tools of that which has been proclaimed, of that which has been declared, all right? And then we begin to grow. And then we begin to grow. We're growing in grace. We're growing in wisdom. We're growing knowledge. We're growing all, as we grow in all of this thing, we're growing in what is called the Christ anointing. We're growing in what is called the Christ anointing. Anointing, amen, sets you apart, amen, to carry out an assignment. An anointing, amen, is a special grace, is a special release that allows you to fulfill, to carry out that which heaven has ordained for your life. Hallelujah. Are we getting this? So, all, like I said, all of the things that we're talking about basically are giving us perspective. They're giving us perspective to the things that heaven will have us, you know, understand. The things that the Lord will have us, you know, uh, 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 apply as, as principle, as, if you will, building blocks. There are building blocks that defines how we can grow amen, in what is known as kingdom economy. Just like there are principles amen, that allow us to know within that which is called the kingdom economy. Because the kingdom, let me, let me, let me you know, uh, uh, go back a bit. The kingdom economy deals with the entire, the entire spectrum, spectrum, excuse me, the entire spectrum. Uh, spectrum of human existence is a spectrum 
All right, it's a spectrum. You, the kingdom of God deals with the entire spectrum of the, uh, the the whole the whole concept of human existence. All right, economy. Listen to this. A economy. All right, is 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 a principle of the concept of how we manage life. How we manage life, how we manage amen, our resources, how we manage amen, our, our existence. You know, humans, when we think of economy, we just limit it to all right, buying and selling. We limit it to money. All right, we're limited to getting something, you know, trading, you know, finance, uh, service, uh, yeah, and all of that are part of it. But economy, amen, defines how we live life. It's a philosophy. It's a philosophy of existence. Every nation has got their own economic system. All right, and we understand that there are, you know, about four kinds of uh, different kinds of economic system that governs the world. You've got the capitalism, you've got the, you know, socialism, and all of that. All right. But you've got to understand that when we talk about the kingdom of God, we're not just talking about how to buy and sell. We're not just talking about how to make money. <laughs> I need to, I need to, I need to highlight that again. All right. When we talk about kingdom economy, we are not taught. We're not just limiting to, we're not just limiting it to how to make money. All right. No, that's not, that's not what we're dealing with. We're dealing with, amen, the issues of life. We're dealing with, amen, a value system. We're dealing with how to look at life, how to understand life. We're dealing with, amen, how to, how to, how to engage, amen, uh, 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 you know, the, the garden. God gave Adam a garden called Eden. Everything that, amen, Adam, you know, uh, would need, everything that Eve, amen, would need, amen, to live life, to, 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 to succeed, all right, to, you know, to, to survive, amen, to grow, to develop, amen, to procreate, hallelujah, to multiply, amen, to, to, to become, you know, knowledgeable. Everything is within the garden, all right, is within the garden, all right. So, so the, the, the garden is the economic system of God for Adam and Eve, all right. You will notice that, you know, God created a, a, a sustainable principle, a sustainable system before he made man. Did you notice that? That God did not make man first and then, you know, decide then to begin to create other things. No, God created everything, amen, that man will need, amen, for his development, for his growth, for his, you know, maturity, you know, for his expansion. Everything that man will need, God supplied. Even before rain came, the Bible says, amen, the plants that God, you know, you know planted, all right, water were coming from the ground, amen, to keep those plants, Everything. So what was God talking about when God says, Amen, Adam, I need you to manage, Amen, the garden. All right. It's to manage the resource. Adam was designed to manage, Amen, everything that God had planted within the garden, Amen, called Eden. Adam was supposed to manage it. He was supposed to keep it. He was supposed to dress it. All right. He was supposed to dress it. And then God earlier created, you know, Eve, brought Eve out of that which has already been created. And God said to Adam, Amen, you also need to manage this woman. How do you manage the woman? You manage her by dressing her. You manage her earlier by allowing her to grow and develop and fulfill a very, you know, purpose and, 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 and essence in the garden. All right. Adam was given the capacity, amen, to watch, to keep, amen, to make sure that nothing, amen, invades the garden, to make sure that, amen, no weeds, amen, is growing within the plant that ought to bear fruit. But he failed in that. We all know that. Everything is within the garden. Yes, my daughter, everything is within the garden. Everything. 
When God gives you a garden, he gives you amen, an entire supply system. He gives you an economic system. The garden was the economy. Have you noticed that Adam did not have to go outside the garden amen, to get bread? He did not have to go outside the garden amen, to get job. He did not have to go outside the garden hallelujah, to get you know, sustenance. He didn't have to go outside the garden to get education. He didn't have to go outside the garden hallelujah, to get known, to get popular. Everything that Adam needed was within the confine of the garden that is amen, a principle of kingdom economy when we locate the garden when we locate the garden of God for our life guess what we find the supply our problem is all right we, we, we abuse and we frustrate the counsels of God within the garden and we are kicked out of the garden have you noticed amen that that the war of man began when they were kicked out of the garden that's a principle that we have to track in our day. Our heart must be longing, amen, to reconnect back to our Eden. Because I, I, I remember sharing some time ago, I said from, from the garden Eden, the Bible talk about four heads of river. River are sustaining capacity. Rivers, amen, are sustaining mechanism. Rivers are supposed to, hallelujah, give the nation food. Rivers give, hallelujah, sustenance. They give energy. Rivers, hallelujah, from rivers you can, you can, you can, you can, you can begin to, hallelujah, get yourself, you know, enriched, empowered, develop from river. And there were four rivers, each of them, amen, flowing to the different four dimensions of human existence. Flowing to hallelujah, the different realities, amen, of the four corners of the earth. So, 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 those who are those who are who are supposed to be feeding from Euphrates should not be fighting those, amen, who are feeding from River Tigris. But have you noticed that when man fell, confusion became, amen, the order of the day? All right, confusion, insecurity, amen, all kinds of craziness. You know, man began to kill himself. Man began to sell himself. You know, the economy of survivor became what. Be what began to drive the existence of man? Listen to what I've just said. The economy of survival became, amen, the principle that began to drive the fallen humans. No longer the economy of God. And so everything that man is doing, amen, is to gather for himself something. All right? Is to find some security. Because what God took from Adam, amen, when he left the garden was his security. God was his security. Remember, I've said it, I've said it, uh, uh, I've said this some time ago. I said the, 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 the presence of God, amen, is the economic driver, amen, of, of the kingdom of God. When we, say, when we say kingdom economy, we talk about the presence of God. Now, when Adam was driven out of the presence of God, amen, he lost his economic system. He said, the earth, amen, will no longer yield a fruit unto you, Adam. They said, in labor you will toil. They said, in, in pain you will give birth. When we don't understand what the Spirit of God has delivered us from, we will continue to find ourselves at the beck and call of Babylonic system. Who are still running their life based, amen, on the nature of the first man. Based on the nature, amen, of the fallen man. Based on the nature, amen, of the first Adam. 
We've got to understand that we, hallelujah, who have been, who have accepted Jesus Christ, amen, who have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, who have been translated, amen, into the kingdom of his dear son, who have become one, amen, joint here with Christ. We now live by a different economic system. I need that to get into our brain. We now live by a different economic system that in a day, in a time where there is famine in the land, there is a different provision that God, hallelujah, least there's a different channel of, of 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 blessing amen there's a different channel of provision that god begins to open up to you but you see you've got to first of all understand that amen you are now in this new dimension in this new reality called the kingdom of god because listen to this we cannot talk about kingdom economy all right and you are living in the world system the kingdom economy only respond to those who are in the kingdom we cannot talk about kingdom economy if you are living outside the kingdom of God. If you are living, amen, in some, you know, religious, humanistic, you know, philosophy. If your life is not being driven, amen, by the principles, by the values, by the standard. If you are not living, amen, under the, under the canopy. If you are not under the shadow, amen, of the wings of the Almighty. If your life is not being governed, hallelujah, within the ecosystem of the kingdom of God. Listen to this. You will be a afraid because it's a day where fear is gripping the heart of men you will be wondering where is my next meal coming from because that is what is happening in babylon amen when they proclaim reset everything amen that babylonia understood in terms of how they live life amen was brought to zero hallelujah oh yes We've got to understand that the presence of God is the economic driver, is the economic system, amen, that drive what we call the kingdom of God. When, we, when Adam was kicked out of the garden, his sense of provision, amen, he lost it. His sense of, of living, amen, via, amen, the divine program, the divine order, the divine directives of God, he lost it. He became a wanderer. He became a fugitive. It became, amen, one that is prone, amen, to need and to lack. There was nothing like that in the garden. He was given the ability and the capacity. Have you noticed that Adam, Adam did not wake up one day and suddenly lost, amen, his place and his position. Hallelujah. As the driver, as the driver of the economy of God. No. He allowed himself to be hijacked. He allowed his mind to be invaded. He allowed another system, amen, to superimpose itself, amen, against the system, against the system of God. He allowed, amen, a foreign spirit, amen, to invade his garden, amen. In other words, listen to this. We cannot talk about kingdom economy if, we're, if we cannot locate, hallelujah, kingdom leadership. When we lose leadership, when we lose our edge as leaders, amen, when we lose our place as gatekeepers, when we lose our authority, amen, as men in the city, we also lose the economy. The Bible says when men were sleeping, when men were sleeping, the enemy came, the enemy came in and saw. You see, that's, that's an economy. The, the Bible says whatsoever a man sows, he reaps. They said, to, they said to Noah, hallelujah, as they gave him a principle of how to kickstart the economy when they got to Ararat. When they got to Mount Ararat, God gave him a, a principle to, to, you know, to, 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 to Noah. He said, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time shall not cease. 
powerful principle. In other words, listen friends, in other words, you and I define and determine our economic system. You and I define and determine the result, amen, of, of, of the economy, hallelujah, that we're going to live by. You and I define and determine, amen, our harvest. It is not the world. It is not the ground. It is what man sows. So if you don't have, if you don't have, amen, kingdom seed, if you don't have kingdom seed, you cannot reap. You cannot reap, hallelujah, kingdom harvest. Friends, it's a day of harvest. And it's important that we understand all of the things the Spirit of God, amen, is saying to us. We want to track the mind of God. We want to understand, hallelujah, that as Adam, we, there is a garden that heaven has placed before us. All right? You say, but I don't see that Adam. Well, if you if you ask the Lord to open your eyes, you will notice that there is a, there is there is there is there is a garden. There is there is a, there is an Eden, Amen, that you live in. If you are born again, if you are born of God, Hallelujah, you have been brought again into Amen, the, the place called Eden, because Eden is a reflection, Amen, of the dimension of Christ in your life. Eden is a reflection, Hallelujah, of the dimension. Eden defines the weight, the length, the height, the breadth, Hallelujah, of 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 a man called Christ Jesus, Hallelujah. Remember, I always say that only in the kingdom of God you find the kingdom living in the King. But in the world, when you talk about a kingdom, you talk about a king who sits on the throne within the kingdom. All right? A, a king sits on his throne. Hallelujah. And he rules over realms. But in the kingdom of God, the kingdom lives in Christ. He feels all things. In him, Paul said, in him we live. In him we move. In Christ we have our being. When you are in Christ, you live in a realm, in a dimension called Eden. You live in a dimension called Garden Eden. There's a garden there. There is a garden there that you need to plant, you need to sow. You need to, you need to, you need to water. Because that's the principle of heaven. Whatsoever, whatsoever a man sows. So what you want to see manifest in your world, hallelujah, you sow it in Eden. Whatever you want to see manifest around you in the life of your children, hallelujah, as an economic system. Whatever you want to see manifest in the life of your wife, of your husband, in the life of your, your business, your career, amen. Whatever it is, listen to this, the manifestation of the economy that answers to you is based on the seed that you are sowing within the kingdom of God. Oh, I love this. Yes. Eden is a reflection of the dimension of, of the Christ life. The Christ life is not when, you de when, when you're thinking of the life of Christ. Please don't just think of one little seed. Don't just think. You see, our idea and our ideology, our perspective is so shallow that the devil capitalizes on how we think, how we reason, amen, to limit the things that God, hallelujah, wants to do in our life. But when we begin to think outside the religious system, 
when we begin to think outside the boundaries of time, when we begin to think outside the boundaries of space, when we begin to think outside the boundaries of location and geography, when we begin to think outside the boundary, hallelujah, come on Lord, when we begin to think outside the boundary, amen, of your color of skin, when we begin to think outside the boundary, hallelujah, of, of your identity as a man or as a woman, but when we begin to think within the boundary of the Christ life, when we begin to think, hallelujah, of the boundary of, of a dimension within that which is called the kingdom, we begin to walk in the dimension that is called limitless. That's why he said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. That is economy. That is economy. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, increase. Have you noticed? When God finished everything, he blessed them. God has not stopped blessing us. Particularly when we come back and locate ourselves, amen, within the dimension of a life that is called Eden. We're talking about, amen, the principle of kingdom economy. I want us to understand, listen to this. That, no, no, we are not living in a day of economic, you know, you know downtrodden and weakness and, and lack. That is happening in Babylon, but not in the kingdom. All right? In, in, the, in the land of Egypt, the Bible says there was a place called Goshen. <laughs> Just a little place where the people of God, because the people of God were in Goshen, there was a different economic system. Within Egypt, there was a different economic system. Hallelujah. That was in operation. Why? Because the life of Christ was there. He said, how do I know? He said, he said when I see the blood, the blood ref reflects and represents the life of God. He said, when I see the blood... You see, as they as they obey and, and, and apply the blood, amen, upon, amen, the, 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 the lintels of their door, what was going on, amen, was that the life of God was not just pro providing, but was also protecting them. Hallelujah. And we understand that because of the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel, God continued to, hallelujah, intervene on behalf of his home. There is life in the blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. This is a covenant. He said, apply the blood. Upon the lintels of your house, the entry point, the gate of your house, the gate is the place of economy. Your entry point, hallelujah, is the place, amen, where things flow in and flow out. He says, so apply, live your life there. This is not some ritual. God wasn't referred to some ritualistic thing of applying blood. No, he's talking about, amen, a system of life. He's saying, if I can see, amen, my mark, if I can see, amen, my identity, if I can see my nature, hallelujah, within the structure of your existence, not even death, no famine, no sickness, no corona, hallelujah, will be able to come near you. Why? The life of the flesh is in the blood. That's Goshen. Even in Egypt. The point is, the location, where you are located, amen, it's, in, it's, it's, it's not, it's, 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 it, it really does not matter when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to God blessing us, amen. Where you live is not the issue, it's who lives with you there. It's who lives with you there. Your frailty, your human identity. Your frailty and your human identity does not limit you if Christ with, is with you. He said, when I see the blood, like I said, the blood is not ritual. 
It's not people, I plead the blood. No, no. You stop pleading the blood. The blood is a reflection of the life of the life of God. When the life of God, hallelujah, when you live within the order of his life, the aroma, the aroma of that life will speak for you. Yesterday I was talking about that woman with the alabaster box. She understood how to catch the attention, hallelujah, of kingdom economy. Remember, kingdom economy is the life of Christ, amen, that we dispense. It's the life of Christ that we dispense. It's the life of Christ that we spend. It's the life of Christ, hallelujah, in operation. The world system, when they talk about the economy, they talk about, they talk about money. They talk about yen, rand. They talk about dollars. They talk about pounds. Listen to this. No wonder, no wonder they have money, but they don't have life. No wonder they have money, but they don't have peace. No wonder they have money, but they are shut down. No wonder, hallelujah, they have money, but they don't know what to do. Because to limit the system of the economy that drives your life to money is to be blind, is to be short-sighted. Am I saying we don't need money? Of course we need money. Money is a legal tender as long as you live here on earth. You live here on earth. But I'm talking about, amen, something bigger than money. There is a spirit behind money called mama. If you allow mama to define how, amen, you respond to the economic system of the world, listen to this, you will be enslaved all your life. Those who worship money become, amen, slaves to money. Those who see money as first, the Bible says, for the love of money. We know money is no evil because money is just a, it's just a legal tender. It's just, it's just a paper. It's just a, a, you know, a, a, a monetary value system. A buying and selling. All right? you, you, you offer somebody a service. They, 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 they pay you back. Hallelujah. Amen. With money. Because you have spent time. You've spent of your wisdom. you spent of your knowledge. So, amen. You, they, they, you, they, they are expected, amen, to reward you. They are expected to pay you for your service. All right? So, based on the value of what you give. But, you see, that's another thing. How do you quantify your value? How do you quantify your value? That's why the Babylonian, the Babylonian system, amen, continue to enslave people. No, listen to this. Babylon does not mind, amen, to continue to pay you all that you need as long as, amen, your time, they control it. As long as, amen, they can control your space. As long as they can control, hallelujah, your home. As long as they can control, amen, your, 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 your going out and your coming in. Babylon doesn't mind to give you all the money in this world. Listen to me. So if you're, if you're running after money, but you have lost the science, hallelujah, of kingdom government and the administrations of life, Listen to this. You've lost the battle. That's why you see rich people, they go commit suicide. You ask yourself, but this guy, what was your problem? You've got all the money. Why, why? You see children who come from a very wealthy home who are committing suicide. You ask yourself, what's going on? <laughs> because there is so much amen, that we have not understood. We have not yet realized regarding money. There's a, there's a spirit behind money that if you have not conquered money, yesterday I talked about it. If You, you say, I have to conquer money as a pastor. As a pastor, I had to conquer money. That I did not allow money to define amen, the state of my joy and my anointing. That I did not allow money to take me off the path that God has ordained for me. If I'd allowed that, I mean, Rita, you, you, you understand, you, you, were, you, were with, you were with me. You understand what I'm talking about. When people were putting pressure on me to do things, to, do, to go the way every other person is going. All right, hey, let's get this big hall. Let's do that. Let's do this. I, I, I make sure that I stay.
stayed put. It was not easy. But that was a period God was teaching me how to conquer, amen, the spirit of mammon. Many of the people that I, I, I knew them, you know, people that I used to call friends, colleagues in ministry, when I look at their life today, they've lost it. They, they are rich. They are big ministry, big, big building, big cars, all of this. But listen, they've lost their cutting edge. They've lost their prophetic edge. They have lost their ability to speak, hallelujah, at the gate to speak truth to power. They've lost it. Because now money, mama has become their God. You say, I'm balancing this. We need money. I need a lot of money to do the things that we need to do here. I need money to run this work. I need money to build a, a studio. We need money to do all of that. But I'm not going to succumb. I'm not going to bow my knees to the economy of money. But I'm going to yield myself and I'll continue to yield myself a million times earlier to the principle, amen, of kingdom economy. Because listen to this, when you understand the principle of kingdom economy, listen, you might not even need money. Because that economy will be driving something called the favor of God. That economy will be driving something called, hallelujah, the presence of God. That economy will be driving something called the power of influence. Wherever you go, have you noticed that Jesus was rich, but you hardly hear Jesus spend money? The Bible says, and these were the women who ministered to Christ of their substance. People have abused all of this, all of this grace and giftings. And now the Lord is recovering. The Lord is taking back his church and is taking back, hallelujah, the dignity of amen, the economy of his kingdom. The days where people, the man of God will say, bring out the money, just bring it, amen. Those days are over. Now people will begin to see because the Lord is opening the eyes and the mind of the people. Now they can track, now they can see that that's a true man of God. That's not the man of God. You know, somebody, I saw, I saw a post yesterday. Somebody was asking the question, if I, if I take my tithe and I use it to go feed the poor, and I use it to feed, you know, you know, the, the needy and I, all of that. You know, have, have, have I not paid my tithes? I mean, I just saw this post. Of course, I didn't respond. <laughs> and I said, you know, this guy was asking a question. And I said to myself, of course, you're wrong. Because the scripture says, bring the tithe, all right, to the storehouse of God. You see, he said, bring the tithe to the storehouse of God. The question is, what is the storehouse of God? And then another thing that came to mind is, listen to this. One, one wrong does not, you know, two wrongs does not make a right. You understand? All right. This guy is saying, if I mean, I mean, why say why why is talking about sound good? I mean, you use it. I mean, it's, after all, it, it's it's your tithe. You're paying it, all right. But you're paying it to to go feed, you know, somebody who you know who is hungry. I, I mean, God wants us to do good works, but you have disobeyed God because God did not say take your tithe and go give it, amen, to you know to those who are in need. You know, you know? the Bible says bring the, the bring the tithe to the storehouse. The question we then we must ask us ourselves is what is the storehouse of God? Who are the storehouse of God because now we understand amen that we don't have some physical storehouse all right but what is the storehouse of God what does the storehouse of God means the Bible says they went and brought amen their resource and they place it amen at the feet of the apostle now the question is do we have true apostles of course we still do but we have fake ones and the fake one they seem to be more we have we still have fake prophets bring your money just bring it bring it and people foolishly they go carry the money amen in the name of paying their tithe they pay to the wrong person they give it to the wrong man they give it to the wrong ministry okay the minister is gonna use their money to go buy and nice shoe buy a nice you know clothing go buy god knows what go buy designer go buy aircraft all of that listen to this that's not what god is saying you've got to be able to locate who are the true priests 
because it's the priest that has the ability to handle the moment that thing you define it to be tight it becomes sacred it's no longer your own it becomes sacred now you've got to connect it to those who are sacred you've got to find the true voice of god you've got to find the true servants of god you wherever they are you have to find them and pay the tithe to them because they are the one that heaven has given the wisdom to disburse so that they can be meeting the house I've, I've seen this issue, you know, going on in the body of Christ. And I'm not saying this for people to pay their tithe to me, no. You don't have to pay your tithe to me. But I'm saying this is the value. We're talking, you know, we're talking about kingdom. If, if, if you're talking about kingdom economy, we've got to cover everything. We've got to cover everything. There are people that will be locating the spirit of God in your life. And heaven will be ministering to them and say, that is the man I need you to pay your tithe to. Because that man, amen, is a man that I've approved. Beyond that, alright, this man, amen, is pouring into me. He's pouring into you. He's pouring into the nation. He's pouring into the community. He's doing things, hallelujah, that is advancing my purpose. This man, amen, has moved from selfishness. This guy, this minister has moved from self-centeredness. They are not running their own show. They are not trying to, you know, acquire and gather things, amen, just to prove that they are better. But you're looking for those, hallelujah, whose hearts, whose mind are journeying with the Lord. And you are resourcing them. That's the principle of the kingdom. Have you noticed in the book of in the book of Acts, the Bible says, "Amen." All of them had all things in common. No one lacked anything, and no one says what they have, "Amen," belongs to you know to to to, to him or her. Everyone had all things. Have you seen? Have you seen the power of you know kingdom commonality? The power of mutual commonality. The power, hallelujah, that drives the principles, amen, the sustaining, the driving economic, amen, principles of God. Yes, when you and I begin to respond to the guidance, to the leading, and to the instructions of the Spirit, what happened is the whole house get to have enough. But beyond the house, amen, what is left over? You take it out, amen. You begin to help those who are in need. So God wants us to, of course, help those who are in need. After all, that's what they were doing in, 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 in Acts chapter 6. They were ministering to, you know, uh, to, to those who are in need. It, it was a ministry of welfare. But guess what? They didn't just go out there. There was a, there was a divine order. There was a divine you know, pattern. And that is something we must not miss. In the name, in the name of, all right, we're rebelling against ungodly leaders, ungodly you know, men of God. And there are a lot of them out there. But let's not, let's not, amen, Move from one wrong to another extreme wrong. We've got to find the balance of the spirit. We've got to connect to the speakings and the directions of God. I believe there are many out there who, who are passionate about the things of God. Who are tracking the things of God. Who are journeying with the things of God. And their heart is connected earlier to the things of God. Those are the people that we've got to trace and we've got to track them. You track them, amen. Not by how you feel. You track them because the Spirit of God, amen, is, is, is pointing to them. The Spirit of God is connecting you to them. And the Spirit of God is saying, that is where I need you to do this work. This, this is where I want you to pay that offering. This is where I want you to pay that tithe. Because the, 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 the man, amen, the woman, she's doing the will of God. She's doing the work of God. And once we understand that, guess what? We brought the thing. We brought the you know tie to the storehouse of God. But that's by the way. I wasn't planning to talk about that. But that is that that is by the way. And I think we 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 really need to understand what the Spirit of God, Amen, is doing in our day. What the Spirit of God is doing in our time. 
Alright, we've said so much. Maybe I should just begin to round up the session. I'm gonna have two sessions. Maybe I'll come back later on. Let's 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 round up this session. Father, we bless your name. Want us to go back to the concept of leadership again that we were talking about. Remember, we dealt with leadership and the garden, garden, the garden of Eden. Uh, first Samuel chapter chapter thirteen. In fact, this scripture kind of take us back to you know where we began from when we began this you know series because this is important. We're talking about kingdom economy, amen, and and the spirit of the craftsman, kingdom economy and the spirit of the craftsman. All right. You, you cannot separate you cannot separate kingdom economy amen from right leadership god always entrust his resource god always entrust his resource amen to people when god wants to bless he, he uses people when god wants to release dispense himself amen to nations to community he uses people so the the concept of the right vessel place a key role the concept amen of being that right vessel that right instrument pays place excuse me plays a key role amen in the disbursing or in the releasing amen in the pouring forth of the things of god when god cannot find vessels when god cannot find the right vessel amen is is economy amen uh, uh, becomes difficult to to you know to become manifest all right it's not like he doesn't want to manifest it no it's just the fact that he has not found the right person so availability amen of the right people of the right men of the right women amen is important amen to the advancement to the release to the outpouring amen of the spirit of god like i always said if god is going to pour in himself the bible says in the last day the book of joel 2 it says in the last day i'm going to pour out amen my spirit that outpouring of the spirit at the resource of kingdom economy when god pours himself amen out of that comes amen the, the the release of what is defined amen as kingdom economy because the economy of the kingdom of god speaks into the various aspect of life there must be an economy that is resourcing our marriage our marriage excuse me there must be an economy that can resource our children there must be an economy that can resource government that can resource amen those in leadership there's an economy that is resourcing amen the, the apostles their prophets the pastors the teachers the fivefold ministry there's an economy hallelujah that must resource our youth that must resource the millennia there's an economy hallelujah and we said that economy is the spirit of christ yes but what makes that different is amen that that spirit is locating certain resources certain realities amen that must allow us to have an edge that must grant us ability and capacity amen to you know to to reflect what god wants to see us manifest in the earth that is the difference. So you can't say, well, well, after all, I've got the spirit of Christ in me. No, but what has that spirit translated to? That's the point. What has that spirit translated to? Because economy, amen, has the ability through its creative resource, amen, to take an iron, amen, and turn it, turn it into a spare, into a pruning hook, amen. That, that economy, amen, has the ability to take a stone, amen, and polish it until that stone becomes, amen, a diamond. That economy has the ability and capacity, amen, to take a gold, put it in the fire, melt it, amen, and shape it into some jewel. You've got to understand that it's not enough to say, well, I've got the spirit of Christ in me. No, that economy in you has the ability to stay your 
heart to the point that heaven download a song that changes amen the entire atmosphere the economy has an ability to open your eyes amen that when you begin to preach the word of god suddenly people start getting free they start getting delivered that is an economy the economy is the resource of god amen that, that provides amen that sustain hallelujah that deliver that that, that restore hallelujah that reforms a people It's important we understand this. So it's from this point that I'm going to quickly read the scripture and then and, and I'm, I'm going to be done. The scripture said in, in 1 Samuel chapter, chapter 13 and verse 16, Saul and his son Jonathan and the men were, and the men were staying in, 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 in Gibeah, in Benjamin, where, where, while the Philistines were, were camping at uh, Michmash. Raiding the parties, uh, raiding parties went out from the Philistine camp in three dimensions. One turned towards or uh, Ophra, uh, the uh, in the vicinity of Shual. Another towards Beth Oron, and the third towards you know the border, the borderline, the borderline, looking towards the valley of uh, uh, Zeboam, facing the desert. Now, verse nineteen says, "Not a blacksmith." Could be found in the whole land of Israel because the Philistine had said, otherwise the Hebrews will make sword and spears. Not those two words will make sword and spears. So all the Israelites went down to the Philistine to have their you know plowshare, mattocks, axe, and sickle. So we see two kinds of uh, 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 you know, fashion, you know, uh, uh, things that were fashioned out of iron here, okay? Beyond just or uh, 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 spears and and, uh, and swords, we also saw, amen, you know, uh, uh, mattocks, we, we saw uh, uh, um, axe, we, we saw shekels, of course, you know, shekels. These are all used, amen, for agri ag agriculture. So we, we can see the strategy, all right, that the Philistines are applying here they make sure that in the entire land okay those who can fashion amen what can be used as a economic you know freedom and 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 and, and a battle and, and, a, and a weapon of you know of 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 war all right we're taking out so you're right you, all you need to do is locate those people and take them out of the community all right and this became a reality under a leadership amen that has become you know a, a illegitimate so so what I'm saying is we cannot have effective amen, kingdom economy when we don't have effective amen, kingdom apostolic leaders. All right, I'm going to stop here. This is where we're going to stop to, you know, uh, 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 this afternoon all right, because I would like to come back later on so we can then finish these thoughts. But what, what a word the Lord, amen, has, has, has downloaded amen, to us this afternoon. What an impartation. What a, what a release. What a release. We dealt with, look, we looked at, amen, the economy of God within the garden, amen. We saw how Adam, amen, was, was positioned to reflect, amen, the concept and the principle of managing the economy of God. Wow. I tell you, friends, I cannot wait to, to, to just see what the Spirit of God will continue to unpack and reveal to us as we continue to engage and understand what the Lord is demanding and requiring of us in this brand new day. What a day of the Lord. 
Thank you so much, everyone, this afternoon for connecting with me again. I should be back, you know, maybe around three o'clock, three, four thereabouts. Yes, just to have time to, you know, to rest and do some other things. Hopefully, and if I don't come four o'clock, then that, then that it will be evening there. But it's such a pleasure, all right, to have, you know, uh, uh, this word brought to you this afternoon. Thank you so much, Rita. I see Sister Dionia also. Thank you for connecting. Thank you for connecting. All right. God bless you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I see someone else connect. All right. Oh, so much work, uh, Rita. All right. Uh, uh, Sister Veronica, thank you so much. Uh, Brad Derek, thank you for connecting. And those people who are watching us, wherever you're watching from, thank you so very much. Uh, for, and for those that will be listening, all right, either through the audio, uh, uh, God bless you. May God continue to give you wisdom, knowledge, understanding. May the fruit of this word, amen, become a reality in your life. It's my prayer. And it's my desire that these words will not just be empty words, but they will be words of life, words of hope, words of change. God bless you. Enjoy your afternoon. Bye-bye.